Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and we're just going to pretty much jump right into the episode. However, we're going to do a little quick announcement. So, for those who have seen, this came out yesterday, I'm recording on a Saturday, but we now have confirmation that Angela and Michael are also going to be on this last resort show. So, me and Ava have discussed in terms of if we're going to cover Angela and Michael. And here's what we'll do. Ava doesn't at all want to talk about Angela and Michael. I am perfectly fine not covering Angela and Michael. However, if I'm on my own and something interesting has come up from them, I will briefly, very, very briefly talk about it. Otherwise, we will not be covering Michael and Angela. And as I've mentioned before, we will not be covering Big Pred and Liz either. So at this point, the last resort shows are probably going to be very, very short. Um, especially if they're only going to be an hour. Um, and if we're only covering like Jovi and Yara are the, have been officially confirmed. They don't have problems. I don't even know why they're on this show in comparison to the others. I don't know why they're on the show personally. So there's not going to be much there. And then, although have not yet been officially confirmed, we have Molly and Kelly and then Kalani and Asuelu. And from what we know already from these two couples, they're not together. So there's probably going to be a lot of drama with them. So we'll probably have something to say with that. But, and we'll talk about this a little closer to the time the show happens. If we're doing half hour shows, we might combine them. I don't know yet what we'll do. We'll get there at that point. But, um, like I said, we, I can't imagine these shows being very long. Um, if we're only talking about two couples who actually have drama and then one couple who really doesn't. So we'll see what happens when we get there. You will for sure get the first show right away. And that's kind of when I'll know how this is going to go. Maybe after a couple of episodes of ours of covering this, we might change this to bi-weekly as well, just because they're short. Um, and so we'll we'll see when we get there. But again, just off the top, like I said, we're only going to be covering three couples. If that's what we are going to be getting, just three couples that we can talk about. So, um, so yeah, that's where we're at in terms of that. Of course, we're still awaiting confirmation of the other two. Again, I don't know why they're doing it this way, but that's what they're doing. Um, so we will, once we get confirmation of the other two, then 
Yeah. But that's kind of where we're at with that. Um, again, I've mentioned if you really want to hear coverage of Angela and Michael, um, you can do so by listening to Married to Reality. We'll most likely be covering them. If they're covering the show, of course, I I haven't really been listening to the podcast lately. Um, I haven't been listening to a lot of podcasts lately. Um, so I'm not sure where they stand in terms of covering this show. Um, maybe once I actually listen to some of their episodes, I can clearly tell you. Um, and then I imagine Reality Gaze will be covering the show. Um, and I'm pretty sure that they do cover Michael and Angela as well. Um, unless they choose not to, (laughs) but, um, they, uh, I know they have covered her in the past, so they'll cover her as well. Um, Cray Cray will not be covering them. Well, uh, 90 Day Cray Cray, they do not cover her. So you can't go to them either if you want to get coverage from, about her. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where we're at with that. And, um, we're going to just now jump into the episode. The reason we're here, 90 Day UK, season two, episode two, is she a Tinder swindler? We're with Michael and Mercy at first, and we're back to the conversation that they had in the first episode, the end of the first episode, where he is asking her if he is, if she's swindling him. So she, she says that maybe the website has like a different name, you know, or maybe whoever was using her picture quote-unquote, was using a different name. I don't buy it. I don't buy it for a second, personally. But as we will find out later on, I think in the third episode, that maybe there, (laughs) that is a possibility that maybe it was a different name, but maybe it wasn't somebody else. But we'll get there in the third episode. So, he doesn't mention whether or not he has sent her money. But as we know already, he is paying for the entire wedding. Um, and I guess she isn't contributing. I, It's not very clear whether or not she's contributing at all to the, to the wedding. But yeah, anyway. So I realized actually... Um, to clarify, this was still his conversation with James. I'm a little, I'm getting ahead of myself, but this is his conversation with James. And that's where he says, like, he could see there was a different name attached to the website. Um, anyway, everything else is fine. So he goes home and he calls Mercy and he tells her what he has been told. And she says, so yeah, she says, she says that maybe someone was using my pictures. She says, if you don't trust me, then tell me. She says, you have seen my ID, but she does say like, do you want to see it? I don't know what showing her ID has to do with anything. I think like, yes, I can confirm that 
you are you. You are who you say you are. However, that doesn't mean you didn't swindle people. That doesn't mean anything. But we find out the reason he's seen her ID, again, as mentioned, we find that out later on in the next episode. Because I thought that odd as well. And he does ask to see her passport. And she literally says, what the fuck? And tells him to fuck off. And she says that she doesn't swindle people. Um, I don't know if that's fully the truth, but anyway. In the next scene, we see that she says, again, that maybe someone is using my name. She says, if it was me and I was swindling, I would have swindled you a long time ago. Again, I will have thoughts, but I will save my thoughts to the next episode um, on how weird that is for her to say. Anyway, it seems that he's starting to believe her and she basically makes him apologize to her for saying anything about this, and he does. And that's basically the end of it. And I'm like, why are you so quick to, like, believe? So, in the next scene, he is meeting up with his friend, James, and guys, here we go. He does have to provide a dowry, but come on, we're calling it bride price. So he tells us what he has to provide to her family slash the elders. And he has to give 15 cows, 48 goats, three bags of maize, four bags of beans, 50 kilos of sugar, blankets, duvets, a mattress, all together, this totals $5,000. And he says he has no regrets. He does show uh, James the, the page, the website with the swindling thing. And Michael says, he's sharp. You are, because you actually buy this. Here's the thing. What he doesn't seem to understand is this is like a Jenny and Sinbet situation. He was being swindled initially, 100%. Whether or not he's being swindled now is to be determined. And again, I have watched the, the, the third episode, so... I have my thoughts and I'll obviously leave it till then, but it's yet to be determined. But you were swindled initially. She was attempting to probably do that because she literally said she was bored and just wanted someone to entertain her. And she probably was trying to get some money out of that. Like, anyway. Now, in the next scene, we see that he is going wedding ring shopping. He wants to find a ring that's about. 200 to 300 pounds. So that's about $340 to 
510 Canadian dollars. So, I, that's not a lot. That's not a lot. I, I have literally said this to my boyfriend that I don't care how much the the ring costs. I'm fine with something beautiful and what I'm looking for. I don't care how much it is because it's not about that. It come it came from you. I, I don't care about that. That's personally me. But I feel like Mercy will care. <laughs> and that's not a lot of money. Um, but it just kind of goes to show that he's struggling to afford everything. So she, um, the lady at the jewelry store, she brings out some diamond rings and she says that they're all white gold. And she says, girls like things that sparkle. True. (laughs) And he tells us that this costs over 400 quid. I don't know what that means, but we're going to do conversion and we're going to find out. Okay, so basically quid pound, they're all practically the same thing apparently, according to Google, I'm assuming. But anyways, 400 quid, as he put it, is about $679 Canadian. That's not bad at all. But of course, as we know, he's paying for the entire wedding plus bride price. Um, But he says that is way out of his budget. So we see Michael packing. He tells us that he's bringing stuff for her that she wanted, um, but he's only bringing two suitcases. So I'm assuming he's only bringing two suitcases in total. So that's not bad. (laughs) He calls her and he tells her and she tells him that, oops, I forgot more stuff that needs to be added to the bride price. He needs to also have about ninety to a hundred thousand dollars shillings. She says that maybe she forgot about this or it was on a separate page and she forgot to tell him. She gets mad and says because he's like freaking out. And she gets mad and she says that everyone pays a bride price. Well no. Maybe in Kenya they still do. But most places don't do that anymore. It's very archaic. But um, she says that, what are we going to do? And he says, I don't know, because I'm flying out tomorrow and I have to figure this out. And she says, fine, don't come and hangs up. That's the end of Michael and Mercy. So now we're with Shane and Mert. So... She's getting ready to go to the airport. She tells us that she hasn't seen Mert in nine weeks. So, 24 hours earlier, we see her getting a pedicure with her mom. Her mom is anxious that she could be in danger, as Shane has mentioned about um, possible safety concerns being in Turkey. And um, she says that, you know, they could beat them up for, you know, being together or or even kill them. And, I mean, (laughs) 
it's unfortunate that it has to be that way, that they have to be concerned about something like that just because they are in love with each other. Um, they're not hurting anybody, but it, it, it's insane to me. Anyway, she says, although it is not illegal to be a gay person in Turkey, it's still, you know, not accepted. So it kind of reminds me of how things kind of are in Jamaica. Um, although it's not illegal to be gay in Jamaica, it's not the government that's the issue. It's the people that's the issue. You have people going around and using derogatory terms towards gay people in Jamaica that I won't repeat here, but you you have that going on. You have people killing other people because, you know, you think that someone shouldn't be gay in Jamaica. And um, it's like, there are gay Jamaicans. This is how it is. Um, and you shouldn't be going around killing people because you don't agree with a lifestyle that doesn't concern you. She says that she does have faith that it will work out. Meanwhile, in Turkey, we see him getting ready for Shane to get there. We see him putting roses on the bed, and she is. We see then her on the plane, freshening up. While on the plane, she is brushing her teeth, and she says that people stare at her, which I don't understand why. They would stare at her, but anyway. We see her off the plane, and he's there waiting for her, and we see her just running to him, and he picks her up and hugs her, and she's scared that he's that he was going to drop her, but he says, no, I'm not going to drop you. <laughs> they are going to the hotel, and they are at the hotel, and he, you know, she goes and she sees the roses on the bed, and they basically then sit down, and they're gonna have a drink, and she does, like, this thing with the beer that says that you have to do it this way so that you aren't cursed with seven years of bad sex. So she does, like, this, like, the tapping of the beer cans from the top and then the bottom, and then you hit the, the beer on the table and she says you have to do it that way so you don't have seven years of bad sex but she does say later on that it would be impossible for them to have bad sex but why take a chance <laughs> so in the next scene we see some videos that shame recorded of them together there's a kind of montage of different videos they look happy. So we find out, I believe from Shane actually, that Mert's family doesn't even know that he's bisexual. So not only do they know that she's transgender, but they don't even know that he's bisexual. Oh boy. They are going out for dinner. And she ends up asking him, you know, if in Turkey, would they be seen as legally married if they were to get married? No. She kind of knows this already, so I don't know why she's asking him this, but she kind of knows the answer. But 
She says that she wants them to be happy and safe and not scared to live their life. She doesn't want to be looking over her shoulder to make sure that someone isn't coming to hurt them. And she's also worried what his family will think about her and their relationship. They like her, so she wants to make sure it stays that way. She doesn't also want the reason that his family doesn't talk to him to be because of her. However, he says it will be what it is. Like he he doesn't seem to have an issue never speaking to his family again if it means that he gets to be with her. Which I would also be very nervous about. I wouldn't be very comfortable with with um my man's family never speaking to him again because they just don't like me. That's just not a, not a comfortable position to be in. Then he says that he has like a surprise for her. And she's wondering, oh my God, is he going to propose? No. He brings out a custom necklace for her that has both of their names on it. She loves it. And um, she says, but, you know, she is a little disappointed because she was hoping it was a proposal. Um, But nonetheless, she loves the necklace. But that's the end of... Shane and Mert for this episode. So next we have Louise and Jose. And guys, kind of say I'm I'm annoyed by these two. I don't like them whatsoever. He's an idiot. He's just here for clout. She's selfish. And just I'm so over them. And it's only the second episode. Well, I've watched all three, so it's only been three episodes, but we're only talking about the second one, so it's only been two. Anyway, so, we see Louise packing, and her son, Jesse, he comes to talk to her, and, you know, he says again, he's very concerned about her going, and she says, I'm going, and she says she has no choice, ma'am. You always have a fucking choice. You chose to do this. So don't fucking sit here and say to your son, you have no choice but to marry a fucking stranger. What the fuck? Anyway. She says it's a risk she has to take. Or she will never meet him. What's the problem? I don't see no problem. Don't meet him then. Don't meet him then. It's real fucking simple. Move the fuck on. Oh my god. Anyway. She then tells us and then Jesse that she got a message from someone saying that he uses his music videos to be able to have sex with prostitutes. And then Jesse says, and you still want to go. Thank you, Jesse. You're so smart. Actually, it's not even so much that he's smart. He just has common fucking sense. I'm, so, I'm sorry. If I knew... And you know what? 
I don't even care if certain people are listening to this right now. I have been in a situation where I found out that someone I was sleeping with was sleeping with a prostitute and I lost my ever loving mind. Initially, he didn't know. We'll say that. Not like he was paying for services or anything like that, but he initially didn't know. But eventually he did. And he continued. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm done. I'm not going to deal with that. It's not so much that I have an issue with prostitution. It's not so much about that. But if that goes against, I'm not, we should say prostitution, sex work. It's not so much that I have an issue with that. But if that goes against your morals and what you are comfortable in dealing with, then don't deal with it. It's real simple. Don't deal with it. Don't go over there and say, well, you're going to have a conversation with him. My guy doesn't speak English. So what conversation can you have with him in person that you can't have with him over the phone? Anyway, she says that she spoke to him about it, but he says that he didn't sleep with prostitutes. Sure. I don't know if he necessarily slept with a prostitute or sex worker. I don't know if he necessarily did that. But do we think for a second he hasn't slept with somebody? Anyway, we'll get there. Um, Jesse's just frustrated at this point. And I wrote down, she is so dismissive and selfish about her son's feelings about Jose. And I said that I can't, I've, at that point, I lost all respect for her. I really did. I'm like, your son is literally practically begging you not to go and do this. And yet you're still going to go and do this. But yet still be concerned that your family won't be there when you come back. You can't have it both ways, ma'am. It's one or the other. What's more important to you, your family or Jose? But as we will kind of see, clearly she's made her choice. Jose is more important than than her family. I don't know why she's complaining. Anyway. Meanwhile, with Jose, I swear to God, if he keeps singing this stupid song, which he does continue to sing, this fucking song. I will fucking lose my mind. I will do anything to hear the BGL song again. I don't want to hear the song. I can't. What the fuck is chicken? What does chicken mean? Why is her nickname chicken? I, oh my god. Anyway, he says that he's nervous to meet Louise and he's going to the airport to pick her up. And we see her at the airport. She's meeting him. She kind of hesitated to hug him a little bit, but she says that she was, I guess, in shock and seeing him or whatever. Um, I felt nothing when they hugged and potentially kissed. I felt nothing. Nothing at all. I don't care about these two people. Um, she said she couldn't feel her legs, but he's happy. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not happy. Anyway, she 
tells us that he normally lives with his grandmother, but he ended up booking an Airbnb for for when she's there. I'm confused because didn't she tell Jesse that he was going to be staying at a friend's house and she was going to be with the friend as well? So if, did you end up having a conversation with him and saying, you know what, maybe we should get our own space? Because I, we didn't say that. So I was a little confused. Like, I'm wondering, did she lie to her son? <laughs> or was she given wrong information? Or did they decide last minute to get an Airbnb? I, I was very confused. Um, and he also put roses on rose petals on on the floor and on the bed but she says and i had to she got a she got a point for this because i feel like no one thinks about this but she has thought about this especially because it's an airbnb you have to leave it in the state for which you received it she says all i can think about is i have to clean up these rose petals and the pollen and all of that and that's all she can think about. And I said, finally, someone says it. <laughs> anyway, um, she says the bed is really small. And as they kind of demonstrate, they're really just rammed together. And I thought, oh, maybe it's a double. But let's just say, guys, I have a double. And um, we don't have an issue with that. <laughs> If you catch where I'm going with that, we, we, we don't have an issue with the double. But it's, a, it's not a lot of space for sure. Like, you, you know, you couldn't do that long term. Um, but this bed is clearly even smaller than a double. It's probably a twin or, or a single, I guess. Maybe a twin is also a double. But anyway... Um, yeah, anyway, they'll figure it out. And the next scene, we see their interactions and them trying to talk to each other. And I think he was going to make coffee, but she's trying to talk to him. He doesn't understand what the fuck she's saying. He just keeps saying, it's good, I believe is what he kept saying to her. It's good. It's good. Like he just kept saying that. And it's like and he's like, I wish that he could understand well then don't date someone who only speaks Spanish then. If you want someone that understands you. And Jake's saying, like, what are you doing? But I think he thinks he's saying, How are you? And he's saying it's good or I'm whatever. Anyway. They just can't speak to each other. And I thought at this moment, I'm like, okay, where is your translator app? Because if you guys cannot speak to each other, you should have the translator app going. Instead of trying to make this work without the translator app, it's just, anyway. So, yeah, as I said, he's making coffee and he clearly doesn't even know how to make coffee because he's trying to make coffee in the kettle. And she says, no, that's not how you make coffee. And 
I said at this point, he does sound like a caveman when he's trying to speak English. He doesn't sound that way so much when he's speaking Spanish. He's clearly, obviously, speaking much better in his own language. However, in English, he does sound like a caveman. And I said, this can all be avoided if y'all get to speak with a translator app. But anyway, she says that she is going to bring up this whole prostitute talk. And I think at this point, they were at the restaurant, or if you want to call it a restaurant. And she asked him if he has had sex with anyone. And she tells us that if he did, she will leave him. And that's how it ends. I'm pretty sure that's actually how the entire episode ended. Um, so that is the end of the episode. Guys, if you liked this podcast, please share Reality Tea Times 2 with everyone in your life. If you also like the podcast, make sure you hit follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss a single episode. Also, if you want to leave some reviews or rate us um, to let us know how you feel about the podcast, which would be greatly appreciated. You can do so on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you are an avid YouTube user, you can listen to this podcast on YouTube at Reality Tea Times 2. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by following us on either Facebook or Instagram at Reality Tea Times 2. You can also email us at realitytimes2 at hotmail.com. You can also go to our website where you can listen to all of the episodes and also get links to our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube pages. And that's at realitytimes2.aludu.com. All of that information will be in our show notes. Well, that's it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye.